0: Hey what's up beautiful souls, Chad Haefeler here with my brothers Eric Dixon and Jeremy Duncan and we are Lights at the Round Table. In this podcast we're going to discuss a wide variety of things ranging from spirituality and the metaphysics of reality to the psychological struggles that we face on a daily basis. So we hope you enjoy, we're grateful you're here and welcome to the roundtable.
1: integrates like all of the different legends of green bay really it's tight yeah he's got a brilliant mind oh yeah i don't know how yeah i'm not real sure (laughs) dude's a martian
0: he is definitely a martian he looks like a gremlin dude that (laughs) motherfucker looks like a gremlin man (laughs) and he's only like five three (laughs) Uh, maybe he is a fucking gremlin who fucking knows
1: he might be little wayne if you're a gremlin
0: Come sit at the table with us Just
1: let us know <laughs> Yeah come sit at the table man We'll let, let you do
0: the courtesy lighter flick At the beginning it's of the, real. the show Let's go <laughs> Let's do this Yep mm. what's up beautiful souls happy what is today wednesday. wednesday wednesday welcome back to the round table it's chad hayfler here with my brothers eric dixon Yo. and jeremy duncan and we are on episode three and we are grateful you are here and, and chad's married yeah i, I felt weird like segueing my my own my own uh
1: your own stuff trip your own. to
0: my own wedding yeah like, yeah, today we're just gonna talk about my wedding.
1: Let's talk about it though, dude. Yeah. So you got back, where'd you go? Went to Vegas
0: to the Grand Canyon, man. It was it was sweet. Yeah. It was real sweet. Yeah. It was spur <laughs> spur of the moment, man. Super uh exciting, invigorating trip
1: and wow. So we went to Vegas. Had had either of you been to Vegas? Brittany had been to Vegas uh several times. She she
0: grew up in Southern California, so Vegas was nothing um new to her yeah. but new this year because all she kept saying is like man it is so dead here it is so like eer- eerily dead
1: yeah
0: and uh to me i was like damn there's a lot of fucking people here yeah you I, saw the, I saw
1: the snaps it didn't look like there was too many people there at all
0: well january uh, is down season anyway so it was dude it was like 75 and sunny every day we were there it, it looked beautiful nice dude Nice. I don't know why it would be off season. I would much rather walk around Vegas in 70 degree weather than 110 degree weather. Well, it's off season because everybody's in school. Yeah, that's true. Dude,
1: it looked beautiful. Fantastic.
0: It was, dude, it was beautiful. And and to give the listeners a little back story on how this fell into place, uh, with COVID and everything, wedding planning kind of got put on the back burner because we weren't sure where society was going. We didn't want to plan anything and lose out on money. So I right. uh, kind of put it on the back burner and uh, when we were in talks of planning, I was just, Hey, let's go to Vegas and get married. Let's just go to Vegas. Yeah. You know, let's leave all this stress behind. And, you know, I've been married before and she hadn't. So she was, like, uh, you know, I want my day. You've been married. You don't really care. Right. And she was right, you know, at, at the time. So, the next day, her uncle calls to ask about the wedding that we are planning, but he lives in Vegas. Yeah. And he, we only talk to him a couple times a year. So, it's like the next day after I'm like, let's go to Vegas and get married, her uncle calls. Dude. And I can hear him on the phone and she looks at me and I'm just like,
1: you can't deny this. That's the sign. Right. You Dude, can't. We just talked about it. Yeah, just the day
0: before it. and she knew, like, boom. It's time to go to Vegas. Like, right. damn it, Chad. Signs it, and You and your messages. manifestation. Um, anyways, we put that we we left it on the back burner and didn't press the issue. Well, uh, the beginning of this month after the new year, she's like, I have six days off in a row. Let's let's do something, you know, as a family, let's let's make plans. And I just out of nowhere caught her so perfectly I'm like, let's go to Vegas and get married. And she looked at me and I could tell it like it felt right to her and it felt right to say, and it was just like, okay. And so we just started planning. We planned everything that, that day, like within twenty four hours. Wow. She was super cheap, man. Like under two grand for a wedding, a car, a room at the Venetian, which if you're familiar with Vegas, the Venetian is whoa, wow.
1: It looked like royalty.
0: What's that? What happened to staying at the Lux? Uh, man, Brittany really wanted the Venetian and it wasn't about me at that point. You know, she had already come so far my way with, um, having like a shotgun style wedding where we didn't sink 20 grand into it. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, at least we can stay at the balance weekend. for sure. Nice. Did you give yeah. and take, did you at least go and see, uh, we flew uh, over it and, and we drove, but it was on the other side of the strip, man. And, um,
2: it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit yeah it is and
0: and it actually worked out because when we drove to do our helicopter tour we passed them or passed the luxor and there's nothing around it we would have had to uber every day to go to like the main walking part of the strip so perfect it fucking worked out man yeah Yeah. so it was super nice man so (laughs) under two grand for five days there we went to the grand canyon did a helicopter tour uh wax museum a gondola ride yeah, just all, all kinds of cool shit for super cheap just because what's going yeah. on nobody's yeah. wanting to travel and stuff it's like it's not
2: bad for nah for a nice little trip
0: to it beats fifteen thousand dollars for a wedding Fuck yeah. i mean and, yeah. and dude it was beautiful i i kind of told eric about this but it, i think the coolest part for me uh as far as the wedding aspect of it was getting ready with her
1: yeah i'm glad he said that
0: yeah it was um it was different it, it's not traditional to get ready with your bride but It was cool, man. She played some super lovey sappy songs, and you know, got me all in my feels while we were getting dressed together and like hyping each other up, like, bro, we're about to get married. (laughs) Yeah, so it was it was cool. Instead of having that nervous, anxious, I don't know where their headspace is going to be at when I see them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like
1: a big clash. Like you're not sure what's what's going to go on. You know, there's going to be a big clash of energy, but uh, not sure how.
0: And and you know, maybe that worked out. I mean, not maybe it worked out for us because we are such. Like if we would have clash our, our clashes are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because we're both so stubborn and so boisterous about our opinions, you yeah. know, we don't we don't attack yeah. each other, but we definitely let our voices be heard.
1: So. Right. And even like a clash of like when me and Kayla got married, uh like my clash, because I didn't see her the day of was when i first saw her when she came down the know I, I just lost it right like, that was my clash like that was my energy just Release, shot right? yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and i just doubled over so yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah when you described that to me earlier i was like man that that is nice man you, you got to like be her pump up like, yeah. like like zip her up like do her thing and just just be her teammate like all the way like that's that was cool yeah and i thought you were telling me about all the cool shit you did, but I thought the coolest thing for, you know, at least us was like, we got to watch it too. Right. So we got to live stream it and like, see it all. And like that, that was, yeah. that was pretty tight, man.
0: That is pretty cool. Teacher, yeah. Man.
1: Yep. So we, we tuned in and that was, that was awesome to watch, man. I was, I was excited for you.
0: Yeah. It, it was nice, man. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah.
1: It was, uh, you, you definitely killed the speech in the moment. Yeah, for sure.
0: I spoke from my heart. I don't really remember what I said. I know I touched on dad dying and her being there for me. And that's.
1: It's the hook, man. That's concrete. That's,
0: yeah. That
1: was the. Uh,
0: that was the moment I knew I'd spend my whole life with her yeah. because I was so vulnerable and so broken and so weak. And she, she curled, curled up with me in the fetal position and held me while I cried day in and day, in, you know, day in and day out for a couple months. Yeah. Right? So it's like, oh man, this
1: Dude. is amazing. Dude, just loyal AF, man.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. For sure.
1: If I could describe it, that's what I would say. Your relationship, loyal as fuck.
0: Yeah, I agree, man.
1: Ironclad, bro. And we butt we butt our iron quite
0: a bit, but <laughs> but deep down inside, the, the tether is connected. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it is.
1: But listen to me. If there are two people out there that are more loyal to each other, I'd like to meet them. Right, they're not out there. Yeah. they're probably sitting in this room. They are, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, bro. I definitely
0: appreciate that because we have definitely given it our, given each other our worst and our best. <laughs> so
1: <clears throat> relationships, yeah, yeah. Brittany's
0: probably the first person who's seen me at both. Yeah, man, and loves you unconditionally. Like yeah. the the love feels the same no matter where you're at. It's like oh, <sighs> God. It's nice, it's nice to have a home like that oh,
1: outside of yourself. It's amazing. It's
0: like, oh, man, no matter how fucked up I get.
1: No matter how fucked up I get, no matter how how bad I am, no matter how sad or, or worthless or whatever I think I am, you're right there. Right. Every single time. Yeah. It's, time.
0: it's really um, shown home? me that I never felt unconditional love in a relationship before <sighs> I did with Brittany. Like I thought I was in love, you know, when older people say that when you're a kid, like you don't even know what love is. It's like, <laughs> fuck, now nah, I'm starting to sound <laughs> like my dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, unconditional love outside of having children, like um, children is like an unconditional love thing. It's like you'll always be daddy, but man, to have another adult romantically love you like that is something I hadn't experienced. It's just nice.
1: It's like the hand of God. Yeah, there's the a God vibration. Yeah. Love. It's like, a, it's like a comfortable pillow. Like a pillow <laughs> that was just God's hand. You can just sit down <laughs> on it. They're your comfort spot, man. Yeah. I'm so appreciative of all the ladies, but especially Kayla, and just that comfort that people have. I hope and I pray that people find that because it's amazing. It is. It's amazing. It absolutely and is. I'm glad you had a wonderful trip, dude. That's good. It was cool,
0: man. We got to see the Grand Canyon. And so we went out to the Grand Canyon West Rim, and it was like two hours outside of um, Vegas.
1: So, what's the okay? What's the West Rim? Is that like different than the Grand Canyon, or is that just a part of it? It's
0: just like a couple of the mountaintops. I got you. Cause I mean, the Grand Canyon is
1: so massive. Like,
0: there are. Limited access roads to it and shit. Like I'm sure you could go if you're a local off road and because you can drive wherever in the (laughs) out there in the desert. Um, But like taking roads, it was one of the accesses closest to us. Gotcha. But it's where the Skywalk Bridge is, where they have built the big uh, horseshoe out over top of the canyon. (sighs) Like you will, it's glass walkway and you walk over and you can see straight down 5,000 feet. You did it? No, we didn't do it. It caught everything is a money grab. Yeah. Like it, well, you could walk up to the edge of the canyon and get the same effect. So
2: it's hard to walk on the bridge.
0: Yeah. And you can't take pictures out on the bridge by yourself. You have to buy the pictures they take for you. That's, <laughs> that's <fucking laughs> it, it's, it is. But when you, uh, a lot of the money goes to the local, um, native American tribes that are from that area and own that part of the Canyon. So it was pretty cool for us to see. And that's what I was going to talk about was, uh, it was like a a bonus feature cuz they were um Hopi oh, uh, i'm butchering the name it's not nah, the Hopi but I was going
1: to uh, say no it's nope. not the
0: Hopi but a a smaller tribe and they had an actual dance out there and they were the they were singing to the birds they yeah. were the, part of the bird tribe which deeply resonates with me like Doing like soul regressions and stuff, uh, as far as being what I feel a descendant of the blue avians from uh many millennia ago, I, I feel like that w- was obviously a calling that's like, oh man, synchronistic to my life. You know, oh, what I'm yeah. Saying? Like, of course, these are the fucking bird people that I'm. <laughs> of course, you know, that's like attracts like. Mm-hmm. And dude, there were there crows out there were like. A foot and a half, two feet tall. They're fucking huge, man. And there's all as they were doing this dance, they were just flocking around. It was cool. It was really cool, powerful.
1: It it looked awesome. Brittany sent me some snaps.
0: Yeah, they had sweat lodges and all their little
1: teepees and shit. Dude, the teepees. Yeah, no. I can imagine sitting by the fire in one of those.
0: I almost asked them if they were doing like had planned on doing a medicine ceremony. Well but in the back of your head, like you're not out here for that motherfucker. <laughs> like Brittany will kill you, like babe. I'm sorry tonight I'm not coming back to the hotel. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do some gonna, some peyote out here with these Indians. I'm
1: hanging out here tonight.
0: Yeah, dude, but that would be so cool to connect with a, an indigenous tribe and, and sit in a ceremony in their culture and and their rituals and ceremony, I think would be fucking sweet.
1: It'd be intense. For sure, man. It was intriguing. They're
0: so much more in tune with spirit oh, because yeah. they're not distracted with modern life.
1: But that and they they know how to uh, cleanse properly. You know, like they they know how to release they ha- have to. They carry a lot of spirits.
0: Yeah. I think it's a I think it I for me it's the distractions. It's like you stay in tune with spirit when you don't have a lot of electronical electronic stuff. Distract you from being in tune with spirit. I agree with that. It Plus, is. they've got rituals that have been passed down for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. That's much different than a ritual that you and I go out and sit in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not saying those experiences can't be powerful, but their portal is thousands of years old. and We're just building ours. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, just getting started for sure. It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's they got started somewhere too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a bonus feature. And then on the way out there, so it was like a two and a half hour drive in the morning sun, crisp air. Oh, dude, it was. Did you go by the it, Painted Desert? The what? The
2: Painted Desert.
0: No, I must not have because I don't know what that is. It's awesome. What is
2: it? It's just, it's, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how close it is to the Grand Canyon, but it's, I'll show you a picture when we're done. Okay. It's beautiful. It's yeah. just, uh, fifty to sixty different shades anywhere from the brown of the desert all the way to bright, vibrant reds and oranges in the mountains, like in the rocks.
0: Oh shit, okay. So
2: there's yeah. all kinds of different layers. It's Oh man. It's pretty cool to see. Oh, I bet it is. Being all natural especially.
0: Yeah, because some of those rock formations do are just incredible and it was like Almost every other one, I was like, man, what if that's a pyramid? What if there's shit inside of there? Like, <laughs> I want to check this shit out. Like, So, watching the History Channel and all the kinds of documentaries on YouTube and stuff, I'm always like, I, I wonder, wonder who called this home. Right. And like, especially the beginning of the canyons when the water was just like, there was no canyon. It was just a river I've with thought... a man. Like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of years ago. <laughs>
1: i always thought there's definitely stuff just underneath things like i just want to bury just want to like dig up everything yeah there's got to be stuff underground everywhere oh for sure yeah earth recycling it so yeah let's just start digging
0: i thought about burying time capsules man like <laughs> okay I'm, I'm an air sign so i think of about a lot of crazy shit and uh Writing like a five page time capsule of my perspective of this time period yeah. and like hit every major like talking point. Mm-hmm. It, dude, if people find that like 20,000 years from now, I'm like, oh my God, I could call myself King Chad of, yeah. <laughs> of Hayflower Land. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Creating your own reality. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, could you imagine if you found something 20 years old or 20,000 years old?
1: Man. It'd be <laughs> it'd be awesome to see. We were talking about like walking through because uh, we're going to uh, the gorge here soon, and we saw somebody on a YouTube video. They were like looking at names on the rocks and stuff, how people have carved their names yeah. in. And I'm like, what if like a hundred years from now, like like we're gone and people come back and they're like, oh my god, look, there's like an Eric and like a John. Like, remember when they used to call them names? Like, like <laughs> like how advanced will it be in a hundred years? <laughs> if we're just like if we're just names. your name is burnt yeah like Burr. yeah like your cat we're yeah. just the sounds yeah <laughs> like people go see the you know like they carve their names now yeah. and then a hundred years from now people will go to those same monuments and stuff and they'll be like oh my god Look, hieroglyphics. Are, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, there's a John. Look, there's Bill. Man, this must be so important. And it's really just <laughs> a couple of people out in the wilderness exactly. scratching their names and shit. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> oh, man, that is too funny. Um, another cool thing that happened when we were on the way out there is they have a uh, lookout that overlooks Lake Mead. Mm-hmm. it's right off the highway it's just like a little rest stop but it over it's got a platform where you can look over the whole lake in the valley it's pretty cool and um, uh, so we stopped and took pictures and there was this gentleman outside drawing pictures on these on these black canvases and on the way back to the car after we took pictures and whatnot i stopped and Brittany's like you should you should hook him up mm-hmm. i'm like Brittany. How long have you known me? Of course, I'm going to sit here and get to know this guy and like listen to his story <laughs> and hook him up. You know, that's that's what, what you do, right? right. And um, so we sat out, and he had this feather that was violet, and there was a moon on the left side and a wave. He started talking about seventh dimension and blue avians, and I'm like, he violet. Had a, yeah, he had these <laughs> whales that were violet and feathers, like they were floating away. And I start. I said, he's like, these are, um, these whales and feathers check this one out. And I looked at it and I was like, you know, the whales are the wisdom keepers of, of earth, you know? And he was like, yeah, he like, so when you talk to somebody, it, he seemed like he didn't have a lot of money. You know, he was a little, uh, dirty. His clothes were dirty and whatnot. And, um, he didn't make eye contact with me until I said that. Yeah. And he like looked up and he just opened up like about talking about higher dimensions and stuff.
1: Confirmation. For sure. Yeah, Yo, you remember um the thought that popped in my head was uh you remember when the whale emoji just started popping up on your phone?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah. was after the night we sat by the fire of the river, man. Yeah, yeah that yeah, is that was a very powerful night because what had happened. So Aloha Keakua, the song you alluded to that Turned you on to Nako, yep. another full circle tie in. Um, started playing that night when we were by the river. And, um, one of the books that's a dear friend of mine gifted me was about this Hawaiian shaman named Hale Makua. And in that book is where I read the wisdom of the whales and the dolphins being, uh, the wisdom keepers of earth. And, and he tells of these stories riding his canoe with these whales and dolphins through time and space coming to earth to populate the earth, you know, when he was from the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Aloha kua came on and it stopped in the middle of it. You guys remember it stopping? I don't. I think you were sleeping.
1: I don't know either. I know
0: it was late in the night. Um, but anyways, while that was happening, he, while that was happening, uh, and, and that stopped, there was a glow stick straight ahead of me and it was blue and purple. And when I was looking across the fire at it, this figure of this Hale Makua, his spirit was there and the blue light was right in the center of his chest. And I just started puking. Like it, I remember that. Man, it made me, it overwhelmed me so much. Yeah. Anyways, uh, fast forward to this guy talking about the wisdom keepers of the earth being the whales and just a beautiful synchronistic moment with that man, super powerful. So yeah, it was good. How many street performers did you see? Did you see a lot? Of Dude, them? no, There's usually a lot, not any yeah. there. Well, no, I take that back. A lot of show girls, um, a lot of like, but people uh,
2: like when me and Brittany went for my birthday or our anniversary, whatever it was, um, there were every block like every corner right there were people either doing some kind of juggling or break dancing gymnastics uh a lot of paint yeah, yeah. Like spray painting right I mean, you've probably seen the videos online where these people will take a five spent, minute right. yeah, five minute it's crazy canvas spray paint and turn it into a fucking beautiful work of art I saw a couple of those you didn't see you guys didn't have none of that they didn't ha- they years, didn't have so.
0: any
1: performers
0: that's crazy yeah no performers.
1: No street performers.
0: Nope. They had a couple showgirls on on a couple of the corners and some Chippendale type of guys with their clothes <laughs> half on. <laughs> but the street performing
2: is part of the fun of walking around. Oh Vegas, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's I it's, could see that with
0: everything going on that that's
2: been shut down, and it's a big source of income for those people.
0: Yeah, and that's a, for the whole state. That's why they don't pay state income tax. Is because Vegas makes so much fucking money. Yeah, that the residents that live there, they get all the attractions and hotels and shit half the price, and they don't. I mean, it would really be a sweet place to live. Yeah, like if you live like thirty, thirty to an hour outside of Vegas, maybe. Yeah, there's some really nice areas about
2: forty five minutes outside. Of yeah,
0: that'd be cool. No state income tax. That's
1: hmm. that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice. It looked, it looked extremely nice.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see where, if it was a normal, quote unquote, normal population, how, it, it could be a lot, yeah. because the lights and yeah, dude, there's like all man, that. For like for me, I've, I'm very in tune with my body, and I could feel just the electrical currents of the whole area because it's all enclosed in lights there's not much natural environment it's like holy shit
1: dude just a constant buzz of lights and sounds and stimulation and And
2: it's so condensed right like you drive 30 40 minutes outside you're in the fucking desert right like for us the drive from bullhead to vegas was hour and 45 minutes two hours oh
0: man that's nice
2: and it was an hour and 50 minutes of fucking desert yeah because Bullhead's such a small town, you're out Watch of Bullhead that. in five minutes. And then you drive for almost two hours, and you hit Henderson, and ten minutes later, you're, you're in the Strip almost. So. Yeah. So it's almost nothing but desert. Right. And then all of a sudden, <sighs> fucking boom. Yeah. Just all those lights and energy and electricity, that whole area is so, I mean, it almost feels dense. Yeah.
0: It, no, it, it does. It does. It feels yeah. heavy. It definitely does, man
1: i've not been to a, a big city like that but it's it's heavy it feels when you're in that electricity all the time and yeah it's heavy i went to the grand canyon as a kid Same yeah five. yeah i don't remember much of it but i remember the vastness of it yeah I it was like Good.
0: 12 or 13 <sighs> maybe i think that was probably the most overwhelming part yeah um of the whole trip was the grand canyon after so long after being there for a few hours and trying to take in the vastness it's like Holy shit. Yeah, man. This is fucking huge. Like, yeah. it's hard to wrap your mind around how fucking big <laughs> something like that is when you are living around Ohio. Mm-hmm. See, I'd love to do one of our camping trips out there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, yeah. Or Utah. Fuck. That man. would be sweet, too.
1: Colorado is pretty legit. Yeah. Doing some fucking
2: yeah. research on the different
0: areas of the Grand Canyon. and Yeah. You- so, le- one guy told me Lake Powell was a good one. It's like down in the canyon right so at the grand canyon oh at
1: the grand canyon okay. yeah, yeah
0: so the um part of so if if you ever get a chance to go to well on vacation and don't mind giving up 2 hours of your day sit through a timeshare presentation because they hook you the fuck up with prizes if you have enough discipline to tell them no and to sit through an awkward 2 hours oh man we got a helicopter ride a gondola ride within the venetian uh, and uh, tickets to the wax museum for 80 bucks for combined for both of us wow 80 bucks the helicopter ride alone was like 240 or 250 bucks uh, per that. person
1: i'd definitely do that for a two-hour presentation I do. So I'm we did
0: yeah. it sunday afternoon at noon like we were kind of hung over we got married saturday and partied with her uncle and cousin on yeah. saturday night yeah came well, back to the room got some pizza what did you guys do Walked, yeah, ate sushi, went up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. They got an Eiffel Tower there.
1: You guys really love sushi as a couple. Oh yeah, man. It I brings you guys it. together. Like, it does because
0: it. I like to eat healthy. Yeah. And she likes sushi, so it works out. That's <sighs> awesome. Yeah. Um, I tried Octopus. Did you? Fucking nasty. <laughs> Dude. Not taste wise, though. Not taste wise. Yeah. It's Boy, very it's- bland. It's- it's fucking like rubbery it's uh i imagine it it would be feels like chewing on a little kid's toy or some shit for real like it's got that rubbery squid. yeah man it's fuck that wow it was expensive too yeah not worth it don't don't buy octopus unless there's a different way of cooking it but that shit was chewy like chewing on rubber right (laughs) not good i'll save you some money just throw a rubber band in your mouth right start chewing right
1: Right.
0: so yeah that was cool um we just man we walked around everywhere that's cool i think her uncle said the first night it was like forty thousand steps we walked Jeez. and third yeah and thursday was supposed to be our like get in and settle in and prepare ourselves but no way it was probably the hardest night we went yeah <laughs> i, I did, mean at least
2: geez yeah absolutely that was that
0: initial excitement
2: yeah for sure the reason you're there being in a place you've never been
0: right eric you would have loved it because they have the world or the country's largest medical mar- or recreational Regional. marijuana uh dispensary and yeah. wow they had I saw it they had weed restaurants in there they had anything you could think of weed wise wow. like it's like this big showroom floor of weed displays like weed nuggets and weed cigarettes and all this crazy shit. It's like, holy cow! I didn't even know this shit existed. <laughs> it's cool to look at, man.
1: And I'm sure good. they're everywhere. Shops.
0: Yeah. yeah, they are. There are a lot of head shops. In,
1: uh, you went to the church. world's biggest one, though.
0: I mean, yeah. naturally, <laughs> dude. You got to check it out. I was just going for the spectacle of it. And, uh, nobody I was with smoked, so
1: that's amazing. It was just
0: cool to go look at.
1: Absolutely, dude. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I would love to go there. Um, Dude,
0: you would be in heaven. Yeah. 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 It's another planet, I'll be like, like The 13th planet.
1: Most people, 13th planet, that's <laughs> the one. <laughs> most people would be like in the casinos and be like, oh, I'll see you guys later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head over here.
0: I lost $19.65.
1: Did you? So you, yeah. pl- you played a little bit? Just – what did like you play? Five minutes of a slot machine. Did you?
0: Yeah. yeah. Brittany and I were trying to kill yeah. some time, waiting on her uncle to get over to our hotel and sat down at this Zodiac Lion machine. And I was like, this feels right. This is the one. Fucking For all the time that I was
2: out there, I think we maybe gambled two or three times, tops. The only time I ever won money was sitting at a bar playing kino. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. I think I won... I don't want to say too much, but I think I won like 120 bucks one night and like 60 another. And that's probably the amount of money I spent gambling the entire rest of the time I was in. Yeah.
1: I'm, I know it's a, it's an addiction, but I'm so glad I didn't get into that either. Like the it's whole, it's not fun for me. Yeah. I like whole, my money too much, right? <clears throat> I, I I like to play the scratch offs every now and again just for the thrill of it, the little peak of it. I'm like, oh, I might win a dollar or two here.
0: I might get my money back, and that's no, a
1: and that's a win. A, yeah, yeah. No, I might just throw it away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might sit in my junk drawer with five dollars on it for a year and a half.
1: Yeah,
0: grateful I don't have to, you know, be in that position.
1: Exactly, man. So personal problems. But yeah, I've played a few slot machines at a casino, um, but never really played. Like blackjack seems like a lot of fun, yeah. but I don't really know how to.
0: Done a couple like of
1: play. Them. That I seems play like the play. one where you could win. Somebody. That's what I
0: went on my only time playing outside of this pastime. Really, I we went to Tahoe
1: to do a
2: little like cooking competition when I was with one of the casinos. I a a that's cooking the competition? Time. Yeah, well, that's it wasn't cool. like a really a a competition. Yeah, so. but I mean that's cool. <laughs> like, what do you guys uh, cook? It was the Food and Wine Festival they yeah. did every year in Tahoe, and was I it the
1: Catalina together. Wine Mixer? That's Catalina <laughs> Wow!
2: <laughs> I think that was the only time I ever sat down and played like table games or played roulette or craps. Really? Uh, and that's just because the chefs were all—that's what they do.
0: Right. That's cool. But I don't win any fucking money. Yeah. I we, played twenty dollars on blackjack and won two hundred and left like twenty minutes later. Yeah. Left to the bar and spent that money I just won of on course. stupid alcohol. But
1: hey, man, you won.
0: Yeah. I've never been Celebrating. Right, I, I like to. I like to play poker with my buddies. Yeah, I was gonna say we used to play. We, used to play we still can. Yeah, let's do it. Still can. Yeah,
2: I miss playing poker.
0: You wanna play some poker? Let's, let's do play. it. All right,
2: I got a fucking poker table. Yeah, only that's, used it twice. That's when we'll get to video down here. Yeah, I'm down with that. Me, him, Decent, and Klav, he used to play like a weekly game. Yeah, at his place all the time. All right, you get we'll that back in swing. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Fuck yeah! Especially during the winter time.
2: There you go, David. Now you have a reason to come back now.
0: Yep, come play poker. We'll talk we'll about politics. For a weekend,
2: sit at the table. We'll record an episode. There you go. It's we'll perfect. Have a friendly debate, and we'll play some fucking poker, poker.
0: All at the same time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> record
0: the podcast while we play. <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> it would be like an eight-hour episode.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: long poker games can out. <laughs> That's all right. I'll just you know cut certain parts, and we'll just tie it all around
0: it'll edit be and fun. Chop, a, hey man, that'd be, a, be a really good episode. episode.
1: I mean. Yeah, really, you get some really good content.
0: Yeah, okay. some good one-liners for sure. I think the last time I played, you and I split the pot.
1: Yeah, we usually end up winning somehow. You or I, or because it's, it's my house. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> house rules.
1: True, I win.
0: My house, my rules. I always really right. get the pot.
3: All right, I won.
1: Uh, yeah, those games are awesome, man. Yeah, we have a good time for sure. Sit at the poker table. We'll have to get the
2: new soundboard. Oh yeah, because then we can hook up eight mics and we we'll just have the whole men's
0: group playing poker. That would be cool, for real. Yeah, even if it's just playing poker and not recording. We I like. Just, we sports. can just record this for fun. There you go. Like I said, it'd probably be good. Obviously. It probably would be pretty just funny. piece together some like random a, shit, right? That would be good.
2: Sorry, but there's absolutely no direction or any methodology to this fucking
0: episode. Please enjoy. <laughs> please enjoy our one-liners from our poker night. They're chopped all together. Call it Poker Run. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Maybe it should be the eighth episode. Mm-hmm.
2: Fucking Shane, reach out to me. Oh, yeah? I'm wanting some advice on what to get microphone and sound mortalized.
0: Oh, for real? Be like, hey, fucker, you didn't, you didn't promote our shit he didn't send me a T-shirt like he said he would. Fucker. But yeah, he sent um, me this fucking. $3, tell him 000. about the lapel, the lapel microphones that we got. That's oh, like yeah. the list. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he sent me a picture of this fucking three thousand dollars setup. Really? That was
1: like everything that I. He said he's probably getting some sponsor money. Said episodes are coming. Oh, yeah, I saw I the p- post today.
0: <clears throat> I thought they had. The, I thought they had a bunch of followers on the Deviant Gentleman. I mean, they do. Yeah. But I don't know if he has a oh,
2: sponsorship yet, yeah, because he's right, right. probably starting with Boston and the Brit first. Yeah. Saw, especially everything Tommy's got going on right now with leaving Bad Wolves. and
1: Yeah, I saw, I saw Boston and the Brits coming soon. They're building a studio for that, I yeah, think.
2: They're turning his office into the studio.
1: Oh, yeah. And then he said Tommy and him have some guests lined up. So that's cool.
0: I don't know, but knows. if you need a guest, I'm willing to come on. <laughs>
1: Let's go. Trade for trade. Trade for trade. Tit for tat. When are you going to the gorge? February first.
0: Nice. hmm That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Where are you oh, staying? Yeah.
1: At, you know? Uh so we're get uh Kayla got a cabin, Airbnb. Nice. Um don't know the location. Hell yeah. Man.
0: You guys are gonna hike?
1: Yep. Chill. Hike. Yep, so we'll be there for two days. And um just a little little weekend getaway. Um she has the trails mapped out. Yeah. Already. Um yeah, so it's always the the greatest thing is that it's always a surprise where we're going. And she like maps out all the trails. She's like, All right, so it's 10 miles to this one, 15 miles to this one, da 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 this one. It's gonna be good, man. That's what's up. Yeah. I love these trips, man. Powerful. They're to our relationship, they're essential. Um kind of like talking about Vegas where all the lights were. When you're out in the woods, there's there's no lights. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah. There's no lights, there's no sounds, there's no well, there is sounds, there's nature sounds. <laughs> Trees yeah. falling. Yeah. So there's <laughs> there's there's nature sounds, but uh not not lights or any input like that so they're essential to our growth it's always time for us to sit down and talk about life and the way things are going what we plan to do for the next few months and just the strategy and the plan of how we come together as a team like in our relationship so they're huge for us our ultimate goal in life is to create a space where people can come for the weekend take little trips like that We'd love to build a, build a property with a couple little spaces like on it, like a couple's retreat. Mm-hmm. Couples retreat. Yeah, Maybe man. A medicine man. That'll Absolutely. holler at your boy. That'll Absolutely. just be our second Do some ceremony. That'll Absolutely. be our second center.
2: Yeah. After we start the actual, because,
1: because stick like
2: so. medicine one, we'll start a weekend <sighs> retreat too.
1: Because the trips, man, are so powerful. There's a guy that reached out to me. Uh, one of my friends, Joe. Uh, he reached out to me and he asked me, you know, what does you and your wife do? And I told him about going on the trips, like just a little weekend trips to the gorge. Um, we've also been to Hocking Hills quite a few times. Um, we've been to, shit, I can't remember if it was North Carolina or South Carolina. I think it was South Carolina. Um, that was cool. So just all over, even Colorado. And we've been hiking and shit like that. But the point is getting out and just being with yourselves just putting some intentions down because like you have to be a team and I feel like that's where we allow our teamwork to happen. I'm excited for it, man. I love getting away to the woods. I love it. Amen. God, it's good. Church, baby. Church. (sighs) Yeah. So these trips are like my my favorite getaways. We've tried to make them happen at least once a month. Um, I, I think the last time we went was in October, late October. Um, but I think they're essential to, to what we do. So I'm excited about it, man. Heck yeah.
0: (sighs) What's been your favorite singular one getaway, whether
1: couples or vacation. So favorite getaway. Um, it was a, so I would say it was a combined one. The, um, the, our honeymoon to Colorado was phenomenal, and yeah. we did we did everything. We went to, um, I can't think of the name of the mountain now, but we we went to the top of it. Uh, we, what else did we do? We rode four wheelers through the wilderness, um, or like an ATV. Yeah, man. Um, uh, Marijuana is also recreational there, yeah. so we got to enjoy that. Yeah, That was fantastic. Uh, what else did we do there? I mean, we, we pretty much did everything that we wanted to do. Uh, we went to a couple different Airbnbs. Um, there were several things that we did that just aren't coming to mind, but we got out, we went on trails, we went to, um, okay, Garden of the Gods. Was oh, yeah. oh, my God. It was amazing. So these rocks that are just gigantic that have been there for, I don't know how many years, but they're huge. And they're like this, this red color. And that's when, you know, kind of transformation was happening for us. That's when light was really shining that, that summer, Yeah, you know, that we, that we like to call it, you know? Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and so red was just coming into life. And when we went there, it was crazy. Um, but these rocks are giant and they're red and we went there and uh, a beautiful story about that. We had an old, well, it's like an Instagram camera, you know, it's like an old Polaroid camera, but today's version. So we were sitting on top of these rocks, Kayla and I were, and we went to, um, sitting on top of the rocks and there was all these people and uh, these people were starting to walk up to us and, you know we didn't, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. I mean, we were out in the middle of this, you know, in the desert, like these rocks and just these people are walking up to us. So they walked up to us and they really couldn't speak much English, but basically they want us to take their picture. Yeah. Dude, we took their picture and we got to give them that picture right then and there. It was like, you know, like the old Polaroid. Yeah. Dude, we sat there and talked to him for i don't know what seemed like forever but like the sun was going down it was just this family with a little kid dude it was probably one of the most beautiful moments of my life where i'm just sharing like we shared a simple picture i can just envision it on their like shelf right now (laughs) (laughs) so that was that was an awesome getaway um you know we got uh much like the journeys lately you know you say you got hooked up in vegas and then when you went to New York to propose to Brittany, Mm -hmm. I feel like you got hooked up. Uh, That was kind of, there was a lot of signs and synchronicities that Uh, happened there. Florida. 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 Okay. Yeah. So when we went to Colorado, we got upgraded and there was uh, I think we drove like a really nice car, but like, you know, it was just that trip was going from the wedding to there, somewhere we've never been. It was unbelievable, man. I mean, when we were, it was, I can't wait to go back. Oh yeah. So that was one of my favorite things, man. We, as soon as we got off the plane, I like looked up and we got out to the rental car and Kayla was like, do you see that? And I was like, what, what? She's like, no, no, no. Like look up a little bit more. And I looked up a little bit more. You can just look out and there's mountains forever. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Yeah. That was one of the cool things about Vegas that nobody talks about is
1: completely surrounded by mountains. (gasps) When we were driving, like, to all the other little cities and stuff, it was awesome. I mean, one day, I had a little road rage because we were in the car for, like, four and a half hours. For real? Yeah.
0: I can't see you with road rage. Yeah,
1: dude. Can you see him with road rage? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't put myself in that situation often because I know what can happen. It's like, dude, it's 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 rough i don't i don't see him like getting out of the car
0: right so, like, right I no. <laughs>
1: define road stuff. rage yeah but so my itself? so yeah. my road rage was like huffs and puffs and i was getting upset like i yeah. i cried when we got back like it was a huge release like, yeah yeah and so i think kayla can tell that story so but i got vulnerable man like i was i was crying because i i didn't expect it to be that long of a drive yeah, and I feel like there was a bunch of traffic or some shit happened.
0: You just felt like everything was fucking up. Yeah, you yeah. know,
1: so far, so far away from home. Right. You know, like every it wasn't my car. Everything was uncomfortable. Right. Kayla was asleep, which was fine, but right. it was just me. Right. I feel that. So
0: long drives get get me out of whack too. I don't like sitting for that long. I love it. Yeah. Not me, man. Shoot, I like See, in my car. That's where I do a lot of my thinking.
1: Yeah. yeah. I so when I uh, went to college in Florida, I would drive. I love that drive, man. Like that that smooth drive. Now driving in traffic, that's a different thing. But like driving smooth, like down to Florida, I love that. That was that's a lot of fun. Like I can drive to Florida, but I I think a lot and listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, that's always fun. Kayla and I's drives to places are a lot of fun because we listen to podcasts and murder mysteries and we we put together shit it's fun <laughs> play clue yeah yeah for real like there's some <laughs> cool murder mystery shows out there and uh my favorite murder is the one we listen to so that's that's a two girls just tell stories about different murder mysteries
2: you guys ever thought about getting the hunter killer
1: game oh what's that i'll show you later okay there's no an but
2: actual game that these people created they will send you the entire kit and you essentially take on, you know, a role no shit. and you have clues and all these things. And there's one person who knows everything. So it's like a house party to, type of deal. Yeah. And you guys oh, okay. have to That's figure cool. out who the killer is in the house.
0: Huh? That would be cool.
1: It's like a live, clue. live clue. Mm-hmm. I, d- I did. However, so please show me that. Yeah, well. that Cause that would be awesome. I did. However, when I was setting up the mics today, I got her behind a mic. Yeah. And she was like, I could see myself talking in this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I still I think like it, a, a wife's episode would be. Hey, absolutely, be man. No. Sure like you are, said today, our man, our relationships highway. are important. and uh, they're, they're everything. They Yeah, absolutely everything. So absolutely, wives episode. So wives, Now you're listening.
3: It's
2: coming. Are yeah. you listening? One day it's coming. Brittany, Brittany might not be listening. Mine either. That's she okay. did not really do podcasts. She listens to a couple yeah. Because she said you'd be surprised when I when I made a comment about it. <laughs> but I know she doesn't listen to all of it. Yeah.
0: It's not for everybody. I don't really listen to podcasts either.
2: I listen
1: to ours. Just yeah, I have a couple that I like. That's about it. That. Yeah. It's so cool to listen to ours. Yeah. 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 I so you guys
2: get a whole different experience than I do. It's kind of unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit this one if it's you like want. A, when I do the editing, you can... I mean, it's not like it's bad. I don't mind doing it but it's i have to stop you're just a perfectionist bro well even if it wasn't about the perfectionist any part that you take out you gotta stop then you gotta go back to like five seconds before just to make sure that that transition sounds right right so then it's just like fuck man i lived this hour two hour conversation (laughs) now i have to sit down and make this two hour conversation into a four hour conversation yeah by understand. by the time that's done I don't want to, listen to it again. <laughs> right.
0: But, <I> like <laughs> but by the time that's done, time. Nat, here we are making another one. I enjoy it though.
2: It's kind of it's kind of becoming a a time for me to focus on you. To focus on me and do some work and yeah, think about things. Yeah. We've gotten to the point now where I think i a, a lot more slide than I did originally. Yeah. So I'm kind of tuned in but tuned out. Yeah and I'll start bounce. start realizing that as we talk about something it ignites something for me and I'll start going down that thought process and and work through some shit right. and it's weird cuz like I I feel like I get so tuned out at certain points but subconsciously it's all still there because I'll catch myself there's about 2 minutes on the screen before it scrolls to the next section and I'll find myself still catching it like at a minute 58 so it's like right at the edge of that screen. I'm like, I know I heard something. I got to go back and fix. But I was down this fucking rabbit hole in my own mind of right. something. But somehow my mind still catches it. And it's like, no, nope, you can't you create a program.
0: Back. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful for you, brother, and all the work that you do for this roundtable. Absolutely. I like what, it, man. What's been your favorite getaway? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't really have one yet, bro. You've been all over the fucking world. What the fuck do you mean? Well, I haven't had one, dude. One of the day first day conversations day. we had was like, I've been all over the
2: world. It's like. Come yep. on now. Give well, us for, something. For me personally, it's different. I thought we were just kind of talking about like how you went with yours and he went with his. Me and Brittany don't. I, we went to Vegas. We don't right. really have one yet. Uh, no, no, no. But yours for me personally. Personally, it yeah. was um, either Southern France or Greece for sure. Yeah. Without, but you don't have one. But
0: Greece and France, motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> Southern France.
2: Is I'm, I'm in awe. <laughs> right I, don't, I don't know. So Southern France was the first time I had ever gambled. Uh, We went to Cannes, where they do the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of pissed because we were actually there two weeks before the film festival. Yeah. So apparently a couple of people saw some celebrities. I didn't. But that was the first time I sat down and played blackjack, I think. And then just slots or whatever. But Southern France was... It's beautiful. Uh, The beaches are... It's just a whole different mindset. Yeah. Like over there. Less clothes. Yeah. Nudity is well, not, not, not even sexualized. That. But, but yeah, you, you get that. That's what my pretty <laughs> <mind goes. laughs>
0: Sorry, Brittany, if you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you'll get topless at like every beach in yeah. Europe almost. It's, uh, but this, yeah, where we went, wasn't necessarily lifestyle. a topless or a full nude beach. It was just, the energy is different. I feel like in America, it's so, Egotistical and sex, sex, sex—fucking yeah, yeah. imagery everywhere—and it's just driven to be that at the beach, is to go and show off and that yeah. whole toxic mentality around it. It's, right, it's a whole different. Instead of enjoying right the yet. environment, it's, just, it's completely laid back, and especially in Greece, man, you got a. Uh, we would wake up, and I had a hotel that was probably two, three blocks away from the beach. So we would walk down, and there was this cafe. They had like the garage doors. They would open up in the morning, and you get your coffee and a fucking sandwich right across the street from the beach.
1: Man, Man it was fucking beautiful. That sounds that awesome. And, God, and I haven't really had a good trip energy. yet, huh? And that sounds so cool.
2: Like I said, I haven't had a good one with Brittany. We haven't had a a getaway yet together.
0: But we what are you saying? Vegas isn't a getaway. That's where mm-hmm. I went.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But she was she was from there. She had been to Vegas, you know, a hundred times, like like you or Brittany, you know. right? <laughs> um, yeah, if you haven't noticed, our lives are kind of parallel. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The destination for her was not as impressive. Yeah, it was. She either. also wasn't was getting time. married either. Yeah, so we want to. We're looking at doing Hocking Hills or possibly going down to Tennessee my mom don't overlook the gorge brother the red river gorge is fucking beautiful well i wanted the only reason i say tennessee is because we used to go there a lot as kids mm-hmm. so i'd like to go back for a little bit of just personal right, right. memento type thing but also just because smoky mountains are fucking beautiful too so we're looking at possibly doing that for a weekend or hockey hills uh my mom and my sister for christmas got us like 300 hundred dollar gift card to start us on a fun to go do that, that essentially so so that's that an is awesome gift. Uh, Brittany wants to pass her test first. So right. once she passes that, then we'll start planning something to, to hopefully have our first real getaway that's away from city and electronics and bars and drinking. That's awesome, man. Uh, spend some time alone and secluded. That's awesome, dude. It's, I'm looking forward to it.
1: It's amazing. What If, if you do end up choosing Hawking Hills or the Gorge or any of those places, give a plethora of knowledge around you uh about the trails and stuff like that i mean yeah yeah we'll it. Yep. yeah if sure. you um if We'd, you go there there's so many places
0: we'll take a tribe trip anyways
1: man all of us we will we take a tribe trip those are the most fun man tribe trips are the most fun
2: As yeah well, Jay, we should do it down at the the brown
0: mountains i'm down brown i'm down for let's go see the fucking lights no. Brown mountain
1: lights. Shine lights like the diamond. <laughs>
0: if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go?
1: Since we're speaking of traveling and trips and
0: whatnot. Antarctic. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. different. I'd love to go to the Antarctic or just Alaska. Would you least. try to explore like shit that hasn't been explored? Like try to go um, past the limitations of the, the ice caps and shit? You we know what I'm talking not. about? No. I didn't know if that's what you're getting at or not. It's dangerous. For sure. You may never come back. You may fall into the center of the earth, right?
2: (laughs) Or maybe realize we're on a flat plane. But just to see it, that was, uh, that was probably one of the biggest disappointments in the military. We didn't get to do it. Yeah. I had to travel a lot of places, man. No, I know, but that was, I wanted to do that more than I wanted to, to go see Europe. Yeah. It was just to go see the Arctic circle, but we did the equator thing twice. I mean, into Africa, been to a lot of places, but
0: I wanted to go see the but, Arctic Circle. But,
3: but uh, so
0: still grateful for Jeremy Butt Duncan. <laughs> Jeremy but- <laughs> still grateful for all the others. Yeah. However, no oh, fucking churching it up, Dirk <laughs> <laughs> I
2: wanted to be able to see the Arctic Circle, and I had cool. a friend of mine that was on a sub; and they got to go under the polarized ice. wow, dude, so, that's crazy. <sighs> Of course, he didn't get to see it then.
1: Right here. But they don't have skylights in the No, I mean,
2: they they came up through the ice and he got to to see it.
1: Wow. That'd be
0: intense. That'd be intense. I'd hate to be on a submarine. Fuck yeah, I couldn't do that. Fuck that. I wouldn't even like to be on a ship for a long period of time, honestly.
2: See, I thought that but it's not as bad as you think it would be. Because it's so big?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And even though you feel, I mean, you do feel a little closed in and a little trapped, but you just get used to it, essentially. And it's it's not as small as you think it would be. Right. So that's that kind of conflict of I think the perception versus the reality of it once you are in it and yeah, living I it.
3: I
0: Especially
1: could the that. aircraft carrier. Right. Those yeah. things are massive. I've been it's on. It's like
0: fucking city, man.
1: Right. These things are giant. Yeah. It's
2: crazy. Like Have you massive. ever toured one? No. You should go on a fucking tour of one.
1: There's yeah. yeah. They are room. massive. Where can you?
2: There's a fucking kitchen. The Probably the wardroom kitchen is as big as your entire fucking house.
1: Huh? It's That'd be fun crazy. to go see. It's, it's yeah.
2: Huge, man.
1: Yeah.
2: And like just the hangers on them alone, it's like three football fields worth yeah. of just empty fucking hangers.
1: Yeah. It's I mean, crazy. they land giant fucking planes on them. Yeah. Huge.
2: I got ripcorded. Did you really? No.
1: So that's where you fly the plane down and, I you, landed and you and you did you really? That's really cool, rip-cord. man. That's pretty sweet.
2: I was in Bahrain for two or three weeks before flying out to meet my ship in the Gulf. We took a helicopter from the base to the aircraft carrier or to another airport. And then we took a cargo plane from the airport in Bahrain to the aircraft carrier and then a helicopter to the ship, to the smaller ship. Holy so it's fun fucking crazy. Not a lot of people get to do the ripcord thing because most of the time, if you're taken out to a ship, it is by helicopter. Yeah. So to have like 20 of us do it on a fucking small cargo jet was crazy. Bro,
0: you, you act like you haven't done much in life,
2: dude. You know.
0: <laughs> but I haven't. I have had but a lot that, of experiences.
2: I don't right. feel like I've done a lot with my life. Difference.
1: But that but, trip, out, it, there, but the trip
2: out there. But experiences bring
0: lessons, right? So.
2: I ever tell you what happened on my way after I got out of boot camp, came home, all that shit? I flew out of JFK, so I'd never been to New York at that point. So we were waiting at the airport. Well, actually, no, we were in Virginia. I went down to Virginia. I was flying out to my ship. We flew up to New York. And 30 minutes after we took off from Virginia, they come over the intercom. And they're like, all right, we've had a problem. We can't go above 5,000 feet. We're going to have to make an emergency landing at JFK. So we pull into JFK. We're sitting in the airport for an hour and a half, two hours. We get the notification that they're not going to be able to fix it. So, we're staying the night in New York. I was fucking 20 years old. Right. Never been to New York before. Couldn't convince any of the two or three people that I knew on that plane to go out. Yeah. Because you know, they were like, well, what if they fucking fix What the if plane? they fucking leave us? Right. <laughs> it's like, They're not going to fucking leave us. He just said the next time you know how many times we do until? fucking head calling this motherfucker? Yeah. Like, we ain't leaving... Till 9 o'clock in the morning at the earliest. You just heard him say it. So I went out by myself as a fucking 20-year-old walking down Hell yeah. the streets of fucking New York, went and saw Times Square and all that shit by myself.
1: Dude, that's awesome. That's adventurous as shit. That wasn't.
2: All right, dude. Like, thinking back at it and, like, all those fucking nightmare stories that I've heard from New York and people who've been there and <laughs> who live there, like, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> to be in military uniform by yourself yeah. walking around downtown at two o'clock in the fucking morning in new york was probably pretty stupid decision but it was fun to me i mean i'd well then it wasn't stupid
0: now you have a sweet story to tell at the round table yeah
2: and then the craziest part is we got back on the plane and these motherfuckers said it was fixed and we flew at ten thousand feet all the way across the atlantic because it wasn't fucking fixed whoa yeah fuck that so then we landed in portugal got on a different plane same fucking problem happened on that plane
1: Dude, what, what so problem
2: was it? The flaps. There was a problem with the flaps on the plane, so it couldn't reach cruising altitude. So then we landed wow. in Crete, Greece, which was the first time I got to go to Greece. And I was broke at that time. Right. I mean, I had just gotten out of boot camp. I got a car and all that shit. And was I left it with my mom so that when I came back from deployment, I could you know drive it down to Virginia and have it. So I was broke as fuck. Right. So one of the officers that was going out to my ship Got me a fucking hotel room in Greece in the fucking mountains. It's fucking beautiful. Crete is like a country area, really. I mean, it's. I've been to Mykonos, which is the party area of Greece. Yeah, it's kind of like San Francisco. They say it's like the gay capital of Europe. Yeah, it's where a lot of the shopping and a lot of the the clubs are. Mykonos. Yeah, it's like Mickey. (laughs) And. But yeah, that was my whole trip out there. And then when we landed in Bahrain, we had to sit on the plane for three hours because they found a bomb at the airport. Oh. And we had to sit on the plane until they took it across the street into empty desert and blew it up. Wow. That was my first week of being in the military. So they just took it right across the street. <laughs>
1: they just took it like right across yeah, the street. When we, and out, like, you know,
2: when we pulled out on the bus, you could see the big black fucking
1: wow. hole in the desert where they blew it up. That's interesting. You guys just didn't shoot at it? I mean, I didn't do shit. The the <laughs> the <whole point. laughs> <clears throat> where would you go? Utah. Yeah. Yeah, man. There, there. I have a vision. I don't know if it's in Utah, but there's a vision that happens on our screensaver on our TV, and it's like this mountain. And I've seen pictures of Utah that are close to this, where the streams are crystal clear, and it's just in the middle of nowhere. And there's like forest-looking trees, mountains, and there's rocks of all different colors that are underneath that water that's running through it. There. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever there is on your yes, TV, <laughs> there, uh, in a cabin with Kayla and Mickey Baby and Catherine, a candlestick and a candlestick, <laughs> and, and this is home. yeah, man, and in uh, property. Uh, in a couple little places of healing for people to come
2: i'd love to go see the the salt plains
1: (sighs) i don't even know that would be cool is that is Is that that in utah Utah? (gasps) yep that too
2: (laughs) since you brought it up that that would be on my list somewhere
1: all kinds (laughs) of stuff like that just but that would be where i'd be utah utah what about you man
0: man i don't know after I asked the question, I'm like, "Fuck, I can't narrow it down. <laughs> there's yeah. so much in this world, like, yeah, there's shit in Ohio I want to see still, like you know what I mean that's, that's it's such a big world,
1: and such, I don't know, such a big podcast too, so many answers, right, you know that's mm-hmm. so much fun. that's the fun and, of it, infinite I think.
0: directions, I think um there's I a, don't know there's a
2: restaurant that's in the side of a fucking cliff in Italy, oh like yeah, that would like be
3: cool, too.
0: oh man so. Speaking of Italy, a synchronicity of, of our, our trip, our overall trip reverting back to Vegas conversation, Brittany and I. Um, so when we set our intentions a, a few years ago of what we wanted to do for our uh, wedding, it was, you know, do the wedding and then go to Italy for our honeymoon. So um, obviously we didn't go to Italy and fast forward a couple of years. This is last year, I believe. Um, We decided that Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon was going to be our, our wedding song. You know, my, my dad was a a Sinatra fan and went one of the first nights that we hung out with him. He pulled Brittany onto the dance floor at this little sports bar and started (laughs) dancing with her to fly me to the moon. And, um, one night Brittany and I just talking about wedding and stuff and was like, let's listen to this and let's have this as our wedding song. So fast forward, obviously didn't go to Italy. Um, and didn't have our reception yet to dance to Frank Sinatra. But staying at the Venetian, it's all Italian, and they have the gondolas. And then um, they um right when we got off the gondola, Fly Me to the Moon started playing, man. We heard that song no probably shit. five or six times wow. while we were there at the Venetian. So it was like Italy and Frank Sinatra from our ri- original vision of our wedding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Frank Sinatra was at the Wax Museum. Mm. There was like thirty people at the at the Wax Museum that they did, and he was one of them. Of course, it's like you know stuff like that in your life is like, of course. But, you know it wasn't how it originally played out, but mm-hmm. staying true to and being open to wherever the flow may take you, man. It took us right to the point where we worked fourteen billion years. In, yeah, fourteen <laughs> billion years in the making. We, it wasn't physically Italy, but. It was everything Italian. And the the guy that rowing the gondola was singing in Italian. It was cool.
1: That, that looked really cool, man. It was cool. He was pretty funny, too.
0: <laughs> At the end, he fucking – This <laughs> <laughs> should have made me belly laugh. But uh, he had this thick-ass Italian accent the whole time. And he was like – "About We were about to get off. He was like, I'm um, so-and-so Alejandro from – uh, the Venetian. If you enjoy the show, and if not, a mic from the Bellagio. That's awesome. <laughs> like, like dropped into this like super thick American accent. It just like fucking threw me <laughs> from a mic from the Venet or uh, Bellagio. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? Oh man, it, that was funny. But yeah, so synchronicity and sign from last episode, man, is super powerful and beautiful. That, and it was actually cool because Brittany is the one that pointed it out. So. For for me, seeing synchronicities is like a daily thing just because I look for I and I yeah. and I am open to the signs. I know that nothing is coincidence. So it's like, man, life is beautiful. It's no longer synchronistic, it's just life. Yeah. But she started pointing out the synchronicity is like, Yes, baby,
1: yes. I I got the uh opportunity to go to um a few places i don't know necessarily the exact geography of it at all but after college when i graduated college i got to go overseas and venice was a place that i visited and they had gondolas yeah, there. yeah, yeah.
0: Dude. fucking
1: cool right beautiful man cool the whole city is underneath cool. is water yeah boats everywhere man it's amazing it yeah. used to be my my dream
2: place
0: was to to see Venice before I die. Yeah. It, it is so we, cool. We were going to do Venice and Rome. I want to see the Colosseum. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that would be be sweet. From a warrior from a warrior archetype, I think seeing where warriors fucking actually fought to the death would Absolutely. be a very powerful experience. Not that I agree with fighting to the death for entertainment, but uh, Conor
1: McGregor's fighting Saturday night. He Did is fighting. a random he ass is, He from. is fighting Saturday night, and he's fighting Dustin Dustin Poirier. Yes, he is. And Dustin Poirier is a baller. Yeah. Have you ever watched him fight?
0: I've seen a couple of his fights, including mm-hmm. when
1: McGregor beat him. Yeah, it was it, dude. He's a he's a baller. But McGregor McGregor's on. He's like he's up here. He's on a whole other level. You, you dude. get into UFC much? I used
0: to. Yeah. I, I don't get into it. I like. Bro, I bought the hype of Conor McGregor. And I just like his swagger. I, bro,
1: the kings back.
0: I like to watch
2: a couple of them every now and then. Yeah. I'll watch Conor fights. I used he's to watch, entertaining. Uh, he, He's entertaining. What's the fucking name from Cincinnati? The teacher, Rich Franklin. Yeah, Like I would used to watch when he fought. And, right.
0: I uh, was back when, when we were young, a little yeah, bit younger. I was like right after, a little high more school, hormonal little right driven. Like, yeah, fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, but like the Machida and I don't remember who he fought, but i watched um, Machitas and, and anderson silva's
0: fight was good but those these, are all old
1: these guys are so fucking good now dude They're i'm
0: so, it looks like connor's focus man i've watched a couple oh. of his video of course he is but dude, that man is a but i also see him like parked on his fucking hundred million dollar yacht shooting videos of him drinking whiskey and shit too mm-hmm. so it's like
1: oh yeah
0: which one will show up
1: Man, when you're, when you're great like that, um, I wouldn't say you can do anything, but you can, you can, you can do, do anything, anything if you're not great, Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, maybe another we'll sit on a yacht,
0: but might get arrested.
1: Another, uh, great that you, that I didn't know about. I mean, I did, I don't, I, I wouldn't say I'm a diehard for UFC, but I do follow it. Um, another dude was, uh, John bones Jones. Yeah. You ever heard of John, John yeah, bones, yeah. dude. Holy fuck that guy is a beast. Yeah. He's coming back too. Is he? He's been in a lot of trouble though. Yeah. talk yeah. about
2: a fucking prime example of how Bro, to fuck your life up in a
0: fucking Dude, he was heartbeat. on top of the world. He was a king of the UFC. On right? top,
1: yeah, on top he of the looked world.
0: Like no one was ever going to be able to knock him out of the, <sighs> of his He pesky. got in with uh steroids and shit, didn't he? Or no, I, that was Silva. I don't know he I, I
1: know I don't know weed. his exact story. His was um uh I think he got caught with some man i don't know i don't even want to say but i know one time he got with caught with drinking and driving and leaving the scene of an accident yeah that
2: was the big one that i remember
1: um that was during the one of the heights of his career um i think that was kind of what
2: set him down the fucking path of self-destruction eventually
1: i think there was some cocaine involved um but his story, what got me was, is that he made the decision to become a UFC fighter. He didn't like it; wasn't like born into him. Like his his girlfriend at the time had gotten pregnant, and he was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this." And that was like the moment that he, he never looked back. Right. And that's the same with Conor McGregor, is he was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna do this." Fighting's
0: fighting's in his blood. Though. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like these dudes that make decisions right. are like, "Yo, no matter what I do." I'm I'm going to come I'm going to come murder you yeah like I watched a culmination of John's fights the other night and it or a compilation and it was unbelievable man this guy was knocking people out left and right so with great power comes great responsibility so uh it'll be he's coming back I, I believe so I saw hey man I saw it on Facebook so it it has, must be true. It has to be true. And must be true. And, he's, and from what I saw on the article. Trump him, right? I hope so. I hope he was in there, man. <laughs> from
0: the DUI? <laughs>
1: yeah, I hope so, man, or whatever. Let this <laughs> man fight again. Exactly. It'll, he, be man, it, it'll be huge. Man. It'll be huge. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That was a good impression.
2: Seeing him in his prime fight Conor McGregor would be fucking hell.
0: I'd like to see McGregor get another crack at Khabib. Yeah dude do you remember the mayhem that broke loose after that fight how his buddies jumped in the ring and started mm-hmm. sucker punching connor and mm-hmm. shit and then the both camps were in the ring mm-hmm. fighting yeah that shit was nuts yeah it was like that shit was more entertaining than the actual fight yeah yeah that was savagery man there was a lot of hateful like uh religion yeah. it was like a religious yeah. war like they started talking about each other's religion and shit like yeah. it's like some stuff you don't cut deep into and
1: there was a lot of uh nothing you know i think the entertainment probably hives it up a lot you know the the constant like the media beef that puts yeah i feel like the, those
0: two crossed the line for each other though there was right. like a mutual hatred yeah. usually it's like a showmanship shit talking like fuck you you ain't nobody but this was like cut deep talking about family heritages and shit there was yeah.
1: so that man that would be an exciting fight I it think- would
0: i don't know if khabib would take it though huh? yeah. didn't he retire Cause his dad, his dad died or something last year before his last fight. Yeah, I, And He retired. Don't know. I'm sure if the money's right and he's healed from that, those wounds of his dad passing, like we know. Uh, any, let, let's get it.
1: Anybody will come back, right? For the well, for the right price. Yeah, for the right price.
0: Maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't think everybody is like that. Honestly, I think there are people that don't. For sure. Don't care too much about money. Like it's yeah, it's important, but
1: yeah. it's not gonna sell my soul yeah a lot of damage happens road. with that too a lot of a lot of head trauma fuck yeah the
0: yeah. chance of i mean especially when you get up into your 30s and stuff and have family it's like do i want to risk not being able to hold my children because i'm chasing another buck or what yeah exactly Very serious
1: yeah because it's it gets serious in there i did yeah. i did a little amateur boxing <laughs> <laughs> and got and did one fight yeah yeah yeah, the, the tough man competition, it, it didn't go well. <laughs> you know that movie Rocky? Yeah. It went 14 rounds. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think it wasn't 14. It was three, but it went. <laughs> felt uh, like 14. It <laughs> felt like 14, bro. The first round felt like 14 rounds. Right. Yeah.
0: Dude, fighting for minutes, is a. that's a long time to fight. Most street fights are over in seconds.
1: It's so People don't realize. And the adrenaline of not, for me at least, for – I never had a reason to fight anybody. It wasn't a good reason, but I thought it was. But even so, and then when I got in the ring, there was like no reason at all. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't know what I, I didn't know what to do. Right. That was a man. So that's a funny story. Uh, <laughs> I got so I don't want to say I got duped into that, but they're at work during the Little Wayne days at Barry. a life. Yeah, Fast Life. There was a guy, shout out Harold, that told me one day that he signed up for the Tough Man competition. And I looked at him. And I was you like, sized him up? No, he signed up himself. He's like, yo. I." No, him. you sized him up like you looked at him I up. sized him up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I sized him <laughs> like up. I'll yeah. beat the brakes off. And you I dude. was <laughs> like, I sized him up. And I was, like, I was like, yo, I was like, if this guy's going into the Tough Man competition – I'm getting in the position. <laughs> then I went right back to my desk, signed up on the computer, went right back to his desk. And I was like, yo, let's start training. Like, I was like, let's go to the gym today. And he was like, I was just, I was just kidding. Was like, Are you serious, bro? And he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going through with it. Got worked. Yeah. But never went down. It was my first actual fight. Never went down, got murdered. I probably, I took a lot of headshots that night. Yeah. But lasted the whole fight and uh yeah it was interesting and we had the like a biggest ice storm ever that night and i i remember driving home and i got i got wendy's i got like three double cheeseburgers with bacon (laughs) and i sat in the bathtub bro because i was so like beat (laughs) up and bruised and battered
0: was this dude a good boxer or
1: just fucking he was taller than me he had had to reach he had to reach on me um I mean, I wouldn't say he was a better boxer, but, like, it was so foreign for me. Like, right. Like, I took my intuition of what I had, like, right. when I was drunk fighting. <laughs> right. And tried to apply it to <laughs> uh, to a ring fight, yeah. you know, where there's a bell yeah. and, like, headgear. That right. Does, that doesn't translate. And well. gloves. So, yeah, and gloves. So, you know, like, it happened. And, um, you know, I got... I got work so it just it just wasn't the right strategy for it so (laughs) it was you You know to start somewhere though hey absolutely just getting started you know man that was uh that was that was rough just but it was a it was a good lesson it was a good lesson but like i was just like yeah i'm going i'm going through with this i started training like that was when i was in pretty good shape you know as far as lifting weights and stuff started running and hitting the bag and Man, fighting's a whole nother thing. <laughs> whole nother thing, man. I remember being so out of breath I couldn't even I couldn't breathe at the end, dude. I was a mess. Yeah. We used but to box in the Marine Corps. That's proud, man. It was a it's a good fight. I still got a couple of my boxing videos. Yeah. I was showing
0: the kids. Yeah, in our martial arts program, we have boxing for green belt. and you gotta box people in your class. It's like no weight limits, so you just box. They take everybody's ID and just draw to, and don't matter if you're the littlest motherfucker facing the biggest motherfucker. It's cool, man. It was cool. Honestly, I'll, I've always been one of the smaller guys. Yeah.
2: I heard they were doing away with that. Is that true?
0: Shit, I don't I know. They are trying to eliminate that Probably, probably kind of doing away with a lot of shit. That's part of the reason I got out after 12 years, because when I first enlisted, like, man, I'm making this career. I could be fucking retired by 40. I'd be Gucci, man. I should have stayed. Yeah. I don't wish I... I, I'm so grateful that I got out when I did. Never look back. Mm. Even when I got my discharge papers a couple years later after my inactive reserve time, it was like, (sighs) I kind of forgot about the Marine Corps. I'll go put these away with my Marine Corps memories. I don't know if I could have stayed
2: forever, but I should have stayed when I got out. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean... And where I'm supposed to be, as they say, but it would have improved a lot of things, I think. (sighs) Having a a steady job and then... I mean, I got approved to cross-rate, so I would have got out of cooking a long fucking time ago. I was going to go and essentially be a fucking rocket scientist and go work on propulsion systems for rockets.
0: We'd already be teleporting, bro. So I would be... Time travel. Right?
2: So I would be... uh, Probably a civilian contractor making the exact money that I want to make now, sitting right around that eighty to hundred, and even where I was. Where here to you get. are, but but then I wouldn't have met Brittany, and I wouldn't have Emma or Colton. So
0: and you wouldn't be sitting at the round I table, be, motherfucker. I wouldn't be at the round table. Wouldn't be talking to you guys. Wouldn't be back in Ohio.
2: I'd still be fucking in Virginia, where I was miserable. I fucking hate that place. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I mean, so you got to so find a tra- silver
2: lining here. It's a trainer. There you go. but i should have stayed in and got my myself out of the kitchen and learned a different skill and i would have had to have stayed in virginia yeah if i wanted to stay a civilian contractor i would have to be close to a base but right pat's right there it's right
3: there
2: still could have came home yeah it just would have put me in a a different position and probably i mean i wouldn't be the same person because i probably wouldn't have gone through my depression and
0: suicide attempts you never we never know though. never know could have, Could have been for all different reasons.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. But that's why I said probably would have.
1: God doesn't make mistakes. Nope. it's God's water. Yeah, it is God's water. How you guys feeling? Amazing. Yeah, Good. me too. Yeah. <laughs> I had a um, vulnerable story about the uh, about the boxing match. So I had the boxing match on video. Mm-hmm. They taped it, and somebody taped it. My boss from work came and taped it and um, he gave it to me afterwards and I was like I'm not watching this <laughs>
0: thanks why would I, why would I watch like
1: myself just get destroyed <laughs> right later in life I did find a point I carried it with me for a while yeah I, and later in life I was like you know what I'm gonna watch this and I put it I can't it was like computer so I like put it in the computer and I can't remember what it was but it was like a soundtrack to something yeah and i i hit him up and i was like yo did you did you give me the wrong cd <laughs> like <laughs> five years ago yeah i so i can't remember what his answer was but yeah so i wasn't even it. it wasn't even the right one.
0: Oh.
1: Uh. so i don't know if i accidentally switched it i was like i don't know any of these songs so i don't you know somewhere along the line like a move or something right. like i switched it and just put it in the same case and just right. but that whole time <laughs> wasn't even a thing, and I finally made the decision, and I was like, fuck yeah, and watch it yeah and fuck i it. I was like, dude, let's get this There let's watch this. and
0: <laughs> So how was it, like, a letdown, like, oh, now I want it, will watch it, I'll fucking have it. Lesson. Don't push things away. Watch it. It'll go Just
1: away. watch it, because then I could have fucking, I don't know if I still have it, but, I mean, I, it might be somewhere, but then I could have fucking got it. If I would have watched it then, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, we yeah. could have figured it out. Either that, or you would have thrown it the fuck away because it was a video of you getting your ass whooped. Hey, that's true. That is also true because nobody wants to keep that. I feel you. That was a that was an all around lesson.
0: I was surprised not a lot of Marines could fight. At least the ones I came across.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It was like, oh, I thought Marines were supposed to be tough and strong that's and badass. Probably like, why most of them join the Marines. Right, because they, they can't can learn to fight. <laughs> well, I taught a couple of them dude bad fights? like i mean we ran a, a round in high school together i i didn't look for fights but i didn't walk away from it, one either Didn't say no
1: right i didn't and there was a point Just,
0: yeah and i think my the bad part for me was i had a bunch of huge friends like Joni and slavin and all those guys Bobo. so yeah and yeah so it's like i would didn't hesitate to run my fucking mouth because even if i got punched a couple good times i had buddies that were going to take care of me
1: exactly you knew it was going to be at least fair yeah
0: yeah exactly you I, could square with fair right for yeah. sure i can take an ass whooping one-on-one exactly. but i'm not trying to get jumped mm-hmm. but i did get jumped with you actually i remember that we got jumped mm-hmm. two weeks before my daughter was born <laughs> my, i have pictures holding my daughter for, <laughs> for the first time with two black eyes the oh. doctors were like what happened to you it's like oh, i was in a car wreck i hit my forehead <laughs> because of two black eyes man so embarrassing
1: dude i walked across the graduation stage with a giant cut down my forehead and my hand was in a sling i (laughs) fought matt hickson matt hickson oh shit
0: i remember that Yep,
1: and in his front yard you guys beat
0: the shit out of each other yeah
1: in his front yard dude we beat the fuck out of each other that was a that was crazy Mm mm-hmm yeah, that was crazy. And the, fir- the first... That was in
0: his front re- yard, right? Like there, on there, the front was, of a hill? It was on
1: his front porch. Or it was on, was, somebody, there, that was on somebody's front porch. Was
0: there like a hill in his front yard? Am I yeah, the there was road a road hill. Road? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dude, that you guys beat the fuck out of each other. Now, that was way, one
1: of the most brutal fights I've seen. Now, one of the... The, the way I remember it, okay. I want to just preface and say, this may have not been the way it went. Okay.
0: It went for you. Because it's going to be different from... Exactly.
1: I so, I... Yeah. So, you know, it was just... It was the... Uh, hell week yeah. or the hellraiser yeah the hellraiser yeah that's what started also newspaper that gets um, drawn up in high school senior year by a group of people and it talks about the jocks the popular people just basically anybody calling people out just saying talking Not, shit people out yeah, yeah rumors, out and rumors and just yeah exactly so there was a rumor or the back end said it specifically called out my last name and said you better watch your back and better have more in your boys to to watch out for you or something like that and so by like the end of the day I had an inclination of who it was and so I asked him about it and he he said no so I like let it go but I didn't let it go and then that night I feel like it was a Friday night and there was like a party of course yeah it was like perfect setup so I like got a hold of him somehow. And, uh, and I asked him again and he said, no. And I was like, listen, I'll be over. And it was like me and I, a bunch of other guys. There was like three truckfuls of people. We went over there and I asked him like one more time. And before, and I feel like before he, he could even get no out, like I hit him so hard <laughs> that it shattered my knuckle. So like it literally just destroyed my knuckle. I had a fish hook in it. So that was like the first one. And yes, there was a hill. So he was, I don't know what happened, but he was standing on the hill to where when I hit him, he fell down the hill. Again, could be wrong. But the part that was the worst was he was a wrestler. He was real good at wrestling. He fucking got me in a hole, dude. And he fucking flipped me over, bro. And what I think happened was, is he flipped me. And when he flipped me, I fucking flipped over in the air and we butted heads on the way down. And when he landed and dude, it split me wide open. There was blood everywhere. (laughs) So after that, I couldn't hit him and he might've been, he was pounding me and it was just like, there was nothing left for me to do. I couldn't do anything.
0: Right. Cause your hands full. Yeah. And there was
1: just blood everywhere. And so the next thing I remember is just being, it was kind of over a few people got hit. And then, um, we went to the, the hospital and that was all I remember. Um, after that so yeah that was how i walked across the <laughs> stage with uh, a fish hook in my hand and a sling on my arm and a giant cut across my, my face we're so I proud of with. you yeah. we're so proud of you eric yeah i got expelled, man. What?
2: <laughs> i can't remember who i was with but i remember being in my car and getting a phone call like hey this shit's going happening. on right now Like, yeah, we gotta
1: go <laughs> there's like no we don't <laughs> <laughs> No the fuck we don't uh-huh nah dude because we I remember that again it was it was a it was a crazy scene but like yeah people were just getting there was fights everywhere i remember one person just got knocked the fuck out and uh it was a wild scene
0: it's just fight for entertainment back in the day
1: like you thought you were
0: pissing up one another but it was like this would be cool. There was no, everybody's no. going to talk about it, you know.
1: There was literally no reason for that. No. Like I, you know, what? Who cares? Like if it was, but right. like it was. It my probably
0: s- rang true with you a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Whatever was
1: said, like, oh fuck. Yeah, like you better have more than just your friends in your life. Like, of right. course, it was like an early, right, early lesson. Right. Like test, like oh, damn. absolutely. It it definitely put a change in in my heart of some sorts. Right. And today I look back at it, I'm like, Jesus, what was I doing? And I just give thanks and I know that he's out there doing whatever. And uh, I know that he forgives me for that stupidity. So we all forgive each other and walk each other home.
0: What if uh, he didn't really write it? What? What if he didn't really write it? Does that change how you feel? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: I'm just goofing, man. No, it, it doesn't. I mean, if he didn't really write it, I, but see, here's the thing is like, He split you open, so maybe. Well, well not only that, but like he told me that from the beginning. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it never really mattered in the first place. You just wanted to fight him. Yeah. You know? No reason. All right. Mm
0: Stupid. Dude, when we got jumped, that was was bullshit. Mm -hmm. So we went down to uh, Michelle Downing's party down in uh, Oak Hills when she moved after high school. She's like, you guys come down and my parents are out of town. Help me regulate this party. I'm going to have a bunch of people over. We were like the only Lebanon guys there. Me who, and Miller. Nick Miller was with us. Yeah. And uh, the whole so, so these together. two, it was just us three, I think. Mm. And um, these two girls start getting in a fight in the kitchen, like a physical fight, like pushing each other against the cabinets and shit. So I was like, fuck, help regulate. So I picked up one of the girls and I'm carrying her outside and as soon as I get out the front door, she's, like, kicking and screaming, like, get the fuck off, baby. And I set her down. And I, as soon as I put her on the ground, I just remember looking over and this dude, boom, blindsided me, lays me out. Yeah. Dude, I just curled up in a fetal position. <laughs> just got the shit kicked out of me. And one of the glances of life that I got was Eric was – I saw my – Miller standing off in the background, like acting like he didn't fucking know who I was. I'm like this motherfucker. He weighed like 110 pounds, anyways. He wasn't going to do anything. But I see Dixon put his watch over his knuckles and just blast this dude, (laughs) and they just start beating the shit out of him. I'm like, oh man. I remember. Did you ever get an explanation for this? Did he think you were doing something to that? I am guessing no, because the cops showed up. Like we, I ran off into the woods and like ditched my weed and stuff, and recovered from the ass whooping I had just got because one of my eyes was swollen shut and uh i remember walking back into uh Michelle's house and looking in the mirror like holy fuck but i would assume that it probably did look bad like if i was at a party with all of my friends all the people i grew up with and all of a sudden i see some strange guy carrying my, one of the girls i went to school with out kicking and screaming yeah i mean at that age i probably would have done the same well, thing like get the well, fuck why off her I, motherfucker that's why I asked. Yeah. So I mean I know why it came. I just wish he would have seen that. I was just trying, like hey, I was just trying to break it up. And yeah,
1: yeah. I could I could see it now. Like we were in different territory. It was just us three, right? Yeah, yeah. And it
0: was all the people that she went to school with prior. Mm-hmm. So, so like nobody tried to to iron that out for you after the
2: fact and get you an apology or nothing. No, fuck no.
0: <laughs> Everybody scattered because the police were coming.
2: No, but I meant like after the fact, if Michelle knew those people, she didn't try to. Oh, uh, well, yeah, there I were
0: some talks of. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I think she apologized. I mean.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually stayed the night at her house. Yeah. Like we we stayed at her house. She made all those guys leave. And um, because I came back inside and one of the guys was still in there. I'm like, dude, you need to get the fuck out of here. Like, for real. I'm not trying to fight you. Obviously, I'm fucked up. But, dude, you got to go. And mm-hmm. he was cool. He left. He's yeah. like, that's That's fine. And yeah. uh, there was some talks Slavin. You remember Joe Slavin? Yeah. That motherfucker was crazy, man. He was like packing up his guns, like let's go find these motherfuckers. I'm like, no, dude, I'm fucking, I'm not in high school anymore. I'm an adult. I'm not trying to catch adult gun charges, and I'm not trying to murder over anybody over a couple of black eyes. But,
1: but he's loyal, man. He's a loyal motherfucker. Loyalty for sure. Respect. Yep. Put my name on it.
2: Dude, there's so many people from high school I haven't fucking seen or even talked to.
1: Yeah. I I had recently
0: just connected with Joe. Him and I were close in high school, and then we kind of had our falling out. And I saw him at a baby shower like 10 years later. <laughs> I hadn't fucking talked to him. And he had a big, long ponytail. It looked like a John Smith from fucking Settler days and shit. <laughs> a blonde ponytail. And um it's like, holy shit. I ran a, into Clint and Andy, yeah,
2: at fucking Home Depot. I think, yeah, with Brittany one day. But outside of that, even being back home, right? I'm fucking ran into anybody.
0: That's kind of what I like living in this area for. A, yeah, we don't go into Lebanon
2: a lot. But yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: not true. I think we ran into we ran into Becca Biggs at yeah. Walmart. That's it. I think yeah.
2: those three people. That's it.
1: Whenever we lived in. Uh, Lebanon, Kayla, and I, we'd always run into uh, Carol and Jeff Ayler. Yeah. I feel like we they were everywhere. <laughs> They've always been a big sign in synchronicity for us, though, too. Yeah. Big part of my life. Shout out to those two.
2: That's still... That is probably one of the most most vivid memories in my fucking mind.
1: What's up, Katie?
2: That night, and Joel just walking up to the fucking cross and collapsing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, Man, that was a wild day.
2: Yeah,
0: dude. That was, was a that, very was that after video. the funeral?
2: Did they have like the little candlelight thing at that site?
0: Or was that before the funeral? I feel like it was before. Whatever day it was. That I feel like it was that night. Just that image of beginning. Where there we did the candle Joel. lighting?
2: Yeah. Watching Joel hit the fucking ground. Yeah, there. dude. I think
0: it was I think it was the or, night that it happened, or maybe the next night.
2: It might have been. That was out
0: at the the spot right
2: the yeah, crash the spot carol yeah carol that's carol right carol. i remember
1: being out there now.
2: and then just yeah. having him come into fucking school the day after and
0: talk to talk to everybody, everybody like. shout out to joel what's yeah. up brother i know you're listening that took a lot of strength man i know you're listening man yeah I've love seen you brother yeah good people man good hard, hard good quality uh, human yeah the whole family man lift from absolutely. the heart Yeah, man yeah i enjoy i always enjoy their company well, episode three, season two.
1: Man, just an awesome started, episode. Man. Would anybody like to say anything else?
2: If you're a huge QAnon supporter, we want to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> now what? I want I to know where you're going to take the conspiracy now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can make up our own direction if we want right at this table. Come
2: on the show. We'll create the next one together.
0: We'll call it Z. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fucking stupid. See you later.
2: <laughs> I'm serious. It genuinely has like my interest now to just see the the pathological lies that they'll create off of this now, man. It's <sighs> or the the truce that will come out in a I, different man, way now. Like the whichever thing is, direction. like
0: who fucking knows anymore? That's what I'm saying. There's so many timelines intersecting right now. What if? Okay, here's a crazy theory I was thinking about on the way over here, connected to the whole QAnon stuff. <laughs> And disclaimer, I don't subscribe to this theory. I am open to anything, and I think it's cool a cool thought pattern, but I don't hang my hat on it. But uh, what if the whole part of the Israeli and, uh space security guy coming out and saying the alien said we aren't ready? Maybe the one timeline with that Q aligned with was we were ready and Trump was going to declassify all this stuff. And then all this civil unrest and all this division that was created to keep us from attaining that timeline was successful. So now it's like, they're like t- the ETs are like Trump now, nah, No, not no, now's not, not the time. Now. Sorry. Um, sorry. The timeline wasn't, wasn't met. But yeah.
2: what about all the other shit that had nothing to do with the ETs? Like what? The pedophilia and the human trafficking
0: and the politicians and celebrities being arrested for all that shit. But I think, so the point, I guess to tie that in is not an too many people mocked that theory, like oh yeah they're you know dismissed it. Yeah. So maybe that's part of us not being ready. It's like these people are still so far off of the base of what's the truth. We cannot shut the hu- we can. It might shut the human psyche down right now. Like if we didn't reach a specific number, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that! Shut the rest of them down. I'm ready. <laughs> it, <laughs> You're a savage, bro. You're a savage. Shut down. Like shut a down circuit their breaker, just cool.
1: shut it down.
0: I mean, it could. Uh, who knows? This is just a wild theory that I think about when I, you know, I have time to we're, think about crazy, stupid we're shit.
1: People, will we'll
0: recover. Well, and that's the thing: the strong don't survive. the The people that are able to adapt do.
1: Chameleon, A strong break. Hey, being a chameleon is one of the best superpowers that there is. Yeah, change, adapt. That ability is a superpower,
0: or is it a superpower just to stay who you are no matter what climate you're in?
1: The flip side of that coin. Boom. Make,
0: make your environment adapt to you. Reverse chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I think that's the name of the episode. The reverse it's chameleon. The reverse chameleon. <laughs> oh, everybody that's still listening, thank you, beautiful souls, so very much for tuning in to episode three. Season two, lights at the round table. Man, this has been a good, fun episode and we hope you enjoyed. We love you. Thank you. you And it's a wrap.
1: Woo. Uh.